weapons platforms. I'm relatively certain there are many other horrible things thruster technology makes possible. Things we haven't thought of yet. Tiona's eyes had progressively widened as she first thought that no one would, then realized that, of course someone would. Now she looked hard at the general. Are you saying that you're wanting us to stuff the genie back in the bottle? Cooper put his hands up, as if surrendering. No, no. I'm fully aware of the fact that once science and technology knows an end result is possible, others will find a path to the same result. The president has tasked me with the unenviable job of figuring out what bad people might do with your new toys and developing ways to counter such endeavors. Um, Tiona said, as her mind began to storm with possibilities and wonder what could be done. When are you wanting to meet? Well, as soon as possible. As their AIs were accepting calls, I've already spoken to Dr. Eisner and Mr. Marlowe, and they have said that they could meet this afternoon. Your father's AI told me to speak to you. I'll bet, Tiona thought, figuring that speaking to a group about this technology was probably near the bottom of any list of things her father wanted to do. I can meet this afternoon as well. Talking to my dad could be problematic, though. I'm aware that he doesn't do well in social situations. Do you think it would be easier on him if we met at your house in Raleigh? Tiona snorted. Yes, I'm sure that would be much better for him. I could try to get him to meet somewhere else, but it might make him much more difficult to talk to. Cooper looked uncomfortable. Finally, I'd like to broach an unpleasant subject. Tiona gave him a wary look. Go ahead. We should consider the possibility that it might be a lot safer to release your technology slowly. When Tiona began to interrupt, he put up his hand to get her to pause. I don't know that's the case, but I'm wanting to let you know that the President has authorized us to reimburse financial losses that might result from such a course of action, if it seems advisable. Oh, thank you. That doesn't make a lot of difference to my father or myself, but it might make a big difference to Dr. Eisner and the university. The general frowned. What about Mr. Marlowe? Um, he isn't involved in the thrusters. He is part of the patent on the multi-monolayer graphene, which we need to make effective thrusters, so he stands to gain something from it. However, he'll be selling his graphene for many other uses, so any delays in the thruster technology won't affect him very much. Ah, I hadn't fully understood that part of it, thank you. The door to the lab swung open. Mercifully, the press conference came to an end. It had consisted of a brief and not wholly inaccurate statement made by Chancellor Carver, followed by a question-and-answer session. During that segment, Chancellor Carver's limited understanding of the thruster technology became painfully obvious. Rather than referring questions he didn't understand to Dr. Eisner or Nolan, he bowled through, producing answers that often startled the physicists. It appeared to Eisner that the total extent of Carver's knowledge probably came from a haphazard perusal of Tiona's answers at the NASA conference the day before. Carver had actually done the news people at the UNC conference a great disservice by telling them a number of things that were simply wrong. When they'd started trying to pin him down on the conflicting answers he'd provided, he'd called the press conference to an end without ever doing more than introducing Eisner and Marlowe.
they were left wondering why they'd even needed to be there. With a broad smile, Carver turned to Eisner and said, Well, Professor, let's go find your errant grad student and set her onto the right track. Startled, Eisner found himself leading the Chancellor up to his lab, wondering if Tiona would actually be there. He almost knocked at the door of his own lab, then, with resolve, opened it and stepped inside. Tiona was there all right, along with a man in a suit. Because of the earlier comments on Tiona's clothing, the first thing Eisner did was look at her. Baggy jeans and a t-shirt with a stick figure cartoon. In the first panel, the stick figure was asked by a website for its location, which it provided. In the next panel, the figure was asked for its momentum. The stick figure said, hell no, while thinking, nice try. The play on the uncertainty principle made Eisner grin.